Welcome to the Triage Method Podcast Q&A edition with me, Gary McGowan, and my co-host, Mr. Patrick Farrell. How are you, Paddy? I am positively fantastic. I, as people are aware, because they listen to our podcast, I recorded a podcast with Brian last week, which was posted on Monday. This is posted on Thursday. Um, so I hope people enjoyed that. He wasn't, I, I, I was kind of complimenting, I was bigging him up, saying he's better looking than you, Gary, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's really the case. Yeah, I'm not sure about that now, to be honest. Hmm. Anyway, I'm back, whether you like it or not. And we're going to be discussing uh, a question today, which came in on Instagram. And we, we kind of wanted to, to expand on it um, and elaborate on, on some thoughts around this question. But basically, the question related to, um, well, it was actually that I, that, I seem, that I seem intelligent online. It was like, basically, that was the kind of comment that was part of it that... Um, you know, I seem intelligent online asking if I had others um, in common with, with a few other people. So anyway, the question itself is not too important, but basically what we wanted to discuss was the idea that people can seem intelligent online or seem not intelligent online and that that may not actually reflect um, their true intelligence or the true understanding of a topic or knowledge, etc. And the reason we want to discuss this is not just to have a completely a topic a discussion that's unrelated to fitness the reason we want to discuss it is because it's actually quite relevant to personal trainers and their use of of social media because what tends to happen is that some personal trainers if they're not like very outgoing people they're not very confident they can be very worried about putting up content online about posts that they you know about posting about anything really or using their knowledge because they feel like they'll never seem as intelligent as some of the other people and they're so used to seeing the posts of others who you know maybe plan out their posts they might even copy and paste things at times you know and they're curating exactly what they're saying in text format etc um, they're so used to seeing that that they think that the standard is too high and that they wouldn't be able to meet it. So that's basically why we want to discuss it because realistically, regardless of your current you know, experience as a personal trainer, you can almost always offer some value if you are using social media for that purpose. So maybe it's a, a client acquisition strategy. And if people are just getting into training, you probably know a lot more than them. And you don't always have to be trying to you know, post to meet the standards of the people that you follow in terms of their the perceived level of intelligence. So, so yeah, we'll, we have a few things to discuss around this topic. But yeah, where should we start, Patty? Just even on that, like you see people like we'll say the lay people, common people, the commoners, you filthy plebs, right? <laughs> um, just reading content, but because they never actually produce content, like they're effectively a consumer in the market. They're not actually, yeah. you know, they're not actually creating anything, you know, which is, that's perfectly fine. Like the stuff that they create is like a picture of them and their cat or their mates or whatever, you know, but they're reading these posts or whatever on Instagram. This obviously we're, we're kind of focusing on Instagram because this question came in on Instagram, you know? But uh, that is actually part of the, the, the problem uh, overall. But we'll, we'll touch on that in a second. But even if you are just you know, reading these posts, you can be left thinking that these people that you follow are effectively gods. We'll, we'll call them that. Where it's like, oh, you're really smart. Or, you know, re- you're really intelligent. You're really whatever it is that, you know, whatever virtue or whatever that you, you know, are bigging them up because of. You're like, oh, geez, I could never be like that. Or, you know, I don't know anyone like that. Or, you know effectively this person is a god that walks among men right and quite often that just isn't the case like we're all aware at this stage that 
um, social media is a, a highly curated, you know, timeline of someone's life. And, you know, it doesn't actually accurately reflect what's going on in their life or accurately reflect them, you know? And obviously most people focus on this in the, 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 the kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're editing photos or, you know, they're posing in a certain way. And people talk about that a bit more than like the, we'll say the more intellectual side of things and um, where people are still doing the exact same things. And yeah. um, they'll, they'll talk about the, uh, the, the more, we'll say superficial, the physical, the aesthetics side of things. And they're like, oh, this is causing harm to the youth and, you know, their self-image and all that kind of stuff. But it works for the, the intellect side of things like intellect is a bad word because for a few reasons but um that kind of intelligence smartness whatever you want to call it the brain stuff that's going on and um, it, it, it does the exact same thing and gary's obviously just pointed out for personal trainers like that happens where you know you see all these other like big fitness pages and they're posting stuff and you're like oh i could never i, I, can't, I can't do that because you know I'm, I'm not sure i'm not really confident in my opinions and thoughts but that also happens to the, again, you filthy commoners, you lay people <laughs> and in that they'll read these posts on whatever topic is philosophy, politics, you know, I don't know, economics, whatever. Right. And they'll effectively just assimilate that opinion without ever having thought it true because you have put this person that you follow on a pedestal. Right. And you're like, this person is you know, intelligent. Look, they're, this multifaceted person, they like all these other different things and they seem to have their life together. Like that was another thing that you got with the question you got as well. Like, oh, you have your life yes. together. And it's like, man, you just see what effectively, it's not even you trying to show people what they want to see. You're just putting out stuff. Like you're not going to put out going like, oh man, woke up 20 minutes late, felt like shit today. And like, you're just not going to put that up. That's not going to be something that you think to put up, but it's also not something that, you know, you necessarily want everyone to know like the inner workings of your, your life. Like you're not going to be like, Oh, I had a fight with my girlfriend today or whatever. Like you're not going to put that up. Right. So people never see that stuff. So you are left thinking that these people, as I said, are effectively gods. Right. And in reality, they just aren't, they, they, they simply are just normal people. And I was saying to Gary before this, um, people kind of forget that people are multifaceted. Like you follow people for a certain thing, you know, maybe you follow a fitness person. Like obviously that's relevant for, you know, our career or whatever you follow a fitness person and they can, it, this can go kind of one of two ways. They can start talking about like, you know, philosophy, like a lot of personal trainers and stuff are into philosophy because obviously they coach people. So it's relevant yeah. for like how you live your life. You know, they're effectively telling people how to live with their life you know, in terms of what they eat, how they train, you know, how they do their lifestyle management stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's why personal trainers are quite often, you know, interested in that. And they might not put that across the best way, you know, it might be a picture of them flexing and some quote by fucking, I don't know, Seneca or something. It's like, like, this is not, like, this is not <laughs> completely congruent, but nonetheless, you can understand why they are interested in that, uh, like f philosophy and stuff or politics, you know, especially as, as it relates to nutrition and stuff, people get into politics because, you know, it's like, well, how do we do this on a mass scale? How do we get people to eat healthily and, and, you know, avoid like obesity, diabetes, all those kind of things. How do we implement that on a mass scale? And again, then it starts getting into this kind of like sociopolitics and whatever you want to call it. And so you can understand why in our career, our, our field, people do have an interest in this stuff. Right. But 
you might follow them because of their fitness content, but you start getting exposed to this other or these other opinions that they have, right? And you start believing in those opinions, right? Or you might have opinions on those topics. You might be an expert in those topics. Um, and you might be like, this person is so stupid with these, these thoughts. Or what can happen as well, if you, again, we're talking about like a lay person, just your, your normal average everyday person that's just following these people, what can happen is someone will try to branch out like you, Gary, or me, or whatever, a fitness person, right? And they'll talk about something else on their story or whatever it is, right? And then people will reply to that. Like I've had this so much time, whenever I talk like, say something about like economics or something, right? Like people will have their own opinion on whatever it is that I talked about. And they'll message me and be like, I'll stick to uh, the fitness stuff, right? And I remember one of them, I can't remember exactly what the topic was about, but it was like, oh, don't talk about that. Just stick to the fitness stuff. And that's what you know well. And it was real like kind of, not, not derogatory, but like kind of talking down to me. And whatever it was, they were saying, oh, uh, don't talk about this. Like basically I know more than them as the individual knows more. And they were saying, oh, you're completely wrong. And then I was like, here's five papers in economics on why, you know, the thing I'm talking about is right. I was like, I'm completely open to having, you know, a, a dialogue here. If you think you have better information, I'd, I'd like to see it because based on what I've read, this is it. And then they just never reply because they actually haven't thought through those opinions themselves, but they're in that position where they look at you as the, the fitness person or whatever it is. Right. And this, this, can, this, is, this is why Instagram and stuff is actually really, really toxic because everyone has just created an image of themselves online, you know? Like, I'm not going to be talking about all these random things that I believe in or, you know, read or whatever. Because I'm like, it just doesn't... Well, first of all, I don't really go on social media. So that's obviously not going not gonna to happen then as a result of that. But also, it's like, it doesn't really do anything for my business, which is what I'm using that social media for, you know? So... Like, why would I talk about that stuff, right? So again, this leads people to think that people are far less multifaceted than they are. And that brings me to the point here, which I just wanted to say, um, like you probably, your mates are probably way more multifaceted than you think. They probably are far more intelligent than you think. They probably have these deep thoughts about different topics, but you never actually communicate with them because you're too busy fucking scrolling Instagram rather than actually talking to your mates other than having these like superficial conversations and um, where you're like, oh, uh, we just talk about like FIFA or whatever the fuck it is. You know, it's like, you're not actually engaging in dialogue with these other individuals. Right. And also if you really think about it, and I was just saying to this, this to Gary, just before we got on this, like most people that say this stuff to you, like they probably, you probably bullied the kid that had these same, like, um, you know, whatever interests when they were younger, you know, people were like, oh, philosophy, it's so good. Or like, you seem really intelligent because you read and whatever. It's like, you literally probably bullied the kid that read books, was interested in philosophy, was interested in history, was all that when you were younger, you know, or you did nothing when the kid was being bullied. So it's like, you only like this now, or you only see this as a virtue now, because, you know, you're following this person that you think is like, you know, has their shit together or you look up to in some way, you know? So basically it's, you're, you're in a situation where it's just a clusterfuck of, you don't know the person in front of you, right? The, the person you're reading this content from, like you're effectively taking on their opinion, maybe mixing it with your opinion. And um, what you don't actually understand where they're coming from, where they got that opinion. And as Gary said, they're 
quite often it is just copied and pasted. Like you see this so much. Like obviously we're more aware of it in the health and fitness sphere. And you'll see people that it's like you, like when I'm reading that, like I know you don't understand that. I, I know you just copied that and pasted it from somewhere, you know? And Gary used to always get this, like you used to get this quite a lot where people would ask you your opinion on different things and then they would just copy and paste your opinion and just kind of like tweak it a little bit. I used to do that as well sometimes just to troll you. And, but uh, you know what I mean? Like people will do that stuff. And it's like the, the, the intentions on Instagram and social media overall, it's so wayward that you can be left in a situation where you think someone is intelligent or maybe not intelligent. And that's the complete opposite of the actual reality because they've curated this, this image of themselves, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, like you, you do as well to have the right to just be yourself, you know? So like in the, in that example, like if you're a personal trainer and you want to, I don't know, share your thoughts on economics on your story or whatever, people tell you don't, they don't like that. Like it's still completely your choice. Like you can share whatever you want. And I think, I think that is important because sometimes something could be actually quite meaningful to someone and they want to share it on their social media because they're like, Hey, this is actually a big part of who I am. And if I want to share my image, I want that to be it. Um, and very often people shy away from that because, you know, they're like, Oh no, but you know, people followed me because of, mm. I don't know, I'm, I'm the person who squats heavy. And so I just post my squats or whatever. So, so yeah, like it's all, it's completely up to the individual, what they wish to put online and what they wish to share. Like I know some people who, they they want to keep their social media strictly like for work professional. They only share things related to health and fitness and they might have loads of interests beyond that that they never share. They might be very intelligent or have a lot of knowledge in another field. Uh, they might be well read in another field, but they're just like, yeah, I actually don't share that because I just, I don't need that validation from others. You know, I just don't need it. That's, that's so, so common. That whole thought process where it's like, People will just use it, use Instagram for like one thing, but they are actually a multifaceted individual and they're well-read, well-fucking-educated in all of these other things, but you just don't know it. Yeah, and I think just being aware of that can kind of help you as a person because sometimes as the as the consumer or as the person who is viewing other people's content, you might think, okay, this is all this person's knowledge and it can go in two directions. Like we've said in, in one direction, it can be that they only share a very small fraction of what they actually know. And they could actually be a really interesting individual beyond what they share. Um, and then the other side of things is that they might actually just be literally operating at the limits of their knowledge. And uh, like you brought up before the podcast, Patty, this kind of like this recency bias where every time they learn something new or every time they read something new straight on Instagram with it, you know, the thoughts barely even have the, chance to marinate it's just a case of passing on the next idea the next idea the next idea um and you do you do see that see that quite a bit um where you know whatever is kind of the hot topic at the moment uh, people just start to post about that and as a result it can make them seem like they're on the cutting edge and they're really intelligent but in in reality what they're doing is is more or less just kind of keeping up what, it, what whatever the latest you know trend is um copy and pasting whether it be actually copy and pasting or just paraphrasing what was said elsewhere and i think like that's just something that that you have to be aware of you always have to be aware of that because there, there's not really a way to know like is, is is this person doing that like is this person um creating content that isn't necessarily within their knowledge like unless you actually know the person but i have had experiences like that where 
I've met people in person who maybe I'll have consumed some of their content online and they come across as a, a very different person um, and maybe have a lot less, seem to have a lot less knowledge um, than, than, they, than they presented on social media. And the opposite is also true. So, so again, we're not saying that there's a, a right or wrong way to do things here, but rather just to like hold off on on idolizing people, you know, because there's, there's always, there's always selection bias in whatever someone puts up on social media. They're only choosing certain things. Like for example, I did a Q and a on my Instagram story yesterday where this topic came up. I answered maybe seven questions. You know, it could have been the case that I picked seven out of a hundred and I picked the seven that made me look smartest or that I had good answers for. And the others, I kind of said, no, do you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to answer those. So you don't actually know, like maybe I have really dumb thoughts on the other 93 questions or whatever, you know, I actually don't know what I'm talking about. Um, And I could be, you know, sitting down to answer that question that I did answer. And I'm thinking for an hour about it because I want it to sound perfect. And then when you read it out, you're like, Oh, that sounds really intelligent. I could never come up with something like that on the spot, like that to to a question. But but no, it's it's not on the spot. And where you actually see this pop up quite a bit is um, in the discrepancy between someone's uh, spoken word and their written word. Um, and and that's to be fair, that's it's kind of unfair because some people maybe just aren't as comfortable speaking, which is fine. But you'll find that with some people that if they you know if they're on a podcast or they're doing a talk or something like that. Um, and they don't have the time to actually really think about uh, what they're saying. And it's kind of just coming out that maybe something wasn't necessarily within their knowledge as well as it seemed uh, to be. And that's, that's true of everyone. Like if you go and read our more technical articles on site, you know, there's going to be nuances in those articles that I'm not going to be able to immediately pull up. Like I'm not going to remember the name of the paper or how many subjects there were or whatever. And when you read it, you're like, wow, this is so detailed, so nuanced. But the reality is that much like you, I would have to go back and refer to the paper if I was to recall every single detail now. It's just the fact that it's down in the in the written word that can make it seem like it's just pouring out of our minds. But in fact, it's a case of actually taking a long time to work through those thoughts, hours and hours and hours of writing and then editing, etc. Um, so yeah, you just have to be be kind to yourself in that sense that you know you could probably do really good quality work as well uh, in, in the in the written word and that you know you might be you might be smarter than you think yeah um, I was again saying this to you just before the podcast like this is why like ancient philosophers like Plato and stuff they used to just argue against the written word you know which nowadays we kind of like how, how could they even think that like the written word has transformed everything it was like the free flow of ideas and blah 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 Obviously, there's benefits, there's pros and cons to the spoken word and the written word, right? But they believed, like Plato and, and his ilk, uh, believed that you do lose the, the, the essence of the argument and you can't actually judge the person in front of you, you know? Um, like, if we're talking here, you can hear our words. Now, obviously, you're listening to this via whatever headset you're listening to it or, you know, computer, laptop, whatever. Um, but you can hear us actually having a discussion, having a dialogue right? And there's so much value in that, right? Because you can actually see the free flow of our ideas as they are formed to some extent in our, our heads. Like obviously we've thought previously about this, like we wouldn't just come on here and just completely spitball it. Although sometimes that's quite often the way we do our podcasts. Um, but um, you wouldn't come in here and just like completely spitball it, not having had any singular thought on, on the topic. Uh, and that's why like people like Plato and stuff, they used to be like, right now like it's the written word or the written word is less valuable than the spoken word and um, because you lose the 
I think argue that you don't get the full argument um, if you're not actually able to memorize it. Like if I'm like Gary's argument is this, I memorized his argument um, that actually means that I have to have spent the time, you know, understanding his argument to actually make an argument myself. And now we just live in this kind of clickbait culture where it's like, I just read the headline, you know, I just read the headline. It wasn't like I had a discussion with this person, you know, it's like, no, you just got this four words that are supposed to sum up the entire four hour, you know, speech this person gave, <laughs> you know, it's like you're missing so much of the argument. So you can understand why people, again, like Plato and stuff, were like, no, it's the spoken word is far better than the written word. But like Gary said there, there's some values to the written word that you don't get with the spoken word. Like, I'm not going to remember all the statistics. I'm not going to remember all of these things. You know, like I'll maybe remember some of them. And again, it sounds like I'm more intelligent, especially if you're listening to this, if I prepared for this. And again, it's that kind of recency bias where I'm like, I'll remember the statistics because I read them 15 minutes before yeah. we came on here, you know? Um, so again, you do have that where, again, people can seem more intelligent, even though they're just like effectively quoting off stuff they have over in the corner, you know? Um, so it, it is hard, but as I was saying, like the, the written word does have a lot of value then as well. Like I actually prefer the written word because like you were saying, Gary, like you can actually be like, these are just the, the statistics. These are the, the numbers. These are the exact like intricate mechanism that like, you know, when I'm, I'm talking about it, I might forget this one little thing. Like when I'm editing this, I'm like, oh, actually I forgot to mention this thing. You know, oh, I can add it in here. I can slot it in here. I can explain that better rather than again, the, the free flow of my thoughts uh, that are just manifesting themselves in words as they come out of whatever ether it is that, you know, this brain universe thing, you know, um, I'm like, that, like it's so much easier to write words and then edit the words and seem far more intelligent. And this is so pervasive on Instagram and social media in general, because again, you're not actually interacting with people. And this is the, the, the huge issue with all of those platforms where you don't actually get to interact with individuals. And, you know, we are humans and we're built on like communication. That's what allowed us to effectively, you know, rule the world. And um, so everyone wants to have their opinion heard. Everyone wants to have their voice heard. And, you know, when you can't do it, you try to effectively get someone else's louder voice and get a little snippet or a copy of that and put it on your, your, your Instagram or your social media, because you're like, all right, I can effectively steal their ideas and, you know, propagate them as my own. And hopefully I'll get some of the hype that they're getting, you know? Yeah. And, and the other, the other thing I would say as well, and you, you kind of mentioned it earlier already, um, is that, you know, a lot of the things that we celebrate um, had 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 someone be discussing these in school or reading them about reading about them in school. Uh, people would, you know, you would have bullied that person. You know, you would have said that, oh, that's not cool. It's not cool to be talking about psychology and philosophy and happiness and what it means to live a good life, etc. But if you do actually, like, sometimes people will get ridiculously positive responses to a post that they made on like. Oh, here are my thoughts on happiness, you know, or something, something along those lines. People get a, a big positive response. OMG, this is amazing. Love your thoughts. Uh, so original, whatever. Whereas like, if you were to actually sit down and say, I'm going to read a book on this topic, I'm going to re read, you know, what philosophers were saying about this, I don't know, a thousand years ago or something, you'd, you'd actually begin to realize that, oh yeah, 
there's actually very little that's going to be new. That's just, that's going to be discussed on Instagram as it relates to, I don't know, psychology or whatever. If you're just kind of throwing your thoughts out there, like the reality is that like lots of things have been said before. And if you do get into, to reading, um, just, just reading books or even just like listening to podcasts, like long form podcasts with like a diverse range of people who have expertise in different fields and stuff, you'll begin to realize that like what you're getting on social media a lot of the time is just kind of, um, it's, it's real loose, like diluted, uh, intellectual content at best. Like anything that does seem like quite intellectual is, is generally diluted quite a bit. You know, it's not a platform for, for education, for, for good ideas really to be discussed. Um, and I think that if you do, once you do venture beyond those horizons, because that's where people do initially come across a lot of things that they might then garner interest in. Like you might follow, follow a philosophy memes page, you know, but you've never read any philosophy. Like I know, I know, I, I know so much about some philosophers that I've never read just from, from philosophy memes. And if I, I could reshare some of those on my Instagram and people be like, Oh, Gary's read loads about uh, Wittgenstein or whatever. And it's like, no, I actually haven't read his work at all, really. <laughs> you know, um, memes are peak communication. Yeah, because memes just are, are, are absolute peak communication. You can you can encompass an entire book's worth of knowledge in a single meme if you're if you're um, good enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I that was I actually lost my train of thought that I was that I was on there. But basically, the point being that, that uh, you had bullied these people beforehand. You know, like an actual even better argument for this is like people absolutely love debates, right? Especially in the fitness industry, right? They're like, oh, uh, I don't know, someone's debating someone about fucking volume or something. You know, it's, oh, man, start fucking wanking off to that, right? Like that's what people do in the fitness industry. But a hundred percent, if your mate was like, oh yeah, actually, I joined the debate society, you'd be like, huh, you're on the debate Stay society. You, <laughs> you know, it's like. And so so strange the the passage of time, and then how, in one context, you are so pro this thing, and then in another you're like, no, completely, and it's the exact same thing. It's not like the the, the actual thing has changed. Like debating hasn't changed, <laughs> you know. And um, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, no, it is interesting, and it's interesting as well because debates are so like popular and prevalent like that in, in the fitness industry and very often it kind of begins to show uh, maybe some of the, the the defects you could say in the way that we kind of intellectualize fitness because you'll hear a health and fitness argument about nutrition or exercise or whatever from from fitness professionals and like very often when you're you're listening to the debate if you were to actually break it down in terms of as as someone who is who is into debating wood and into argument and say okay what are their premises what are the logical steps to their conclusion where are the errors in their argument etc you'll often find that we're not even looking at very high level arguments you know like they they very easily break down it's kind of more so just like a discussion of well i prefer to train like this you prefer to train like that uh we both have lots of anecdotes on our side and uh, that's kind of it you know that that's a lot of the debate that goes on in the fitness industry of course there are exceptions to that and people will debate in a more uh, in a way that's more in line with evidence and science and reason etc um but yeah you know the the even steps then, to be even then it's like that would actually be better to write that stuff down so i can see all of your studies see all of your stuff like i'm like in in this instance it's like it's not like we're debating a theoretical thing it's like we're debating a very clear thing you know supposedly yeah. anyway like again it basically does descend into like you said my opinion on it is this versus like 
the actual research so it shows this you know so again there is that difference in terms of you know, some things are better in the written word and some things are better in, better in the spoken word yeah and we we talk about the lot ourselves in private about how you know sometimes people get celebrated like oh like omg this person like patty farrell put out so much uh amazing content i've learned so much from him over the years and then you're kind of like oh cool yeah can i like where can i go and and read the content and they're like oh it was just kind of instagram stories and stuff you know over (laughs) over the years it's like see if you don't have your ideas actually fleshed out anywhere you know Um, and that's actually probably a a tip for personal trainers as well is that even if you don't intend to publish your thoughts somewhere on a blog or whatever like i would definitely say that like you should spend time writing, like try to write, try to write down your ideas, your thoughts on different topics, because not only will it allow you to work through all of those steps of creating a strong argument and then as a result of questioning your argument and finding the holes in it, what it will also do is allow you to update that over time. So for example, you could have a little document about, oh, this is my training variables document. And when someone makes a new point that you hadn't considered, you pop it in there or you read a new article or you listen to a new podcast. Over time, you begin to see how your thoughts develop and you begin to see what actually influenced your thoughts getting to where they are at this point in time. Because very often we don't do that. We kind of stand still. We kind of have these, these perspectives on things like, oh, I think this. And then you ask yourself, why do you think this, what actually influenced you getting to that conclusion? And very often it's little more than maybe some loose, loose kind of reasons you might've heard on Instagram or Facebook or podcasts or whatever. Yeah. And it's reinforced by personal preference, you know? So for example, if you're someone who, I don't know, you're, you're, you think that, you know, eating loads of processed meats is completely healthy and there's no risk of any ill health from doing that. All right. Just a specific example. Um, and you kind of, you kind of think that, and you've, you've followed some people who have said that, you know, you read that, oh, there are no bad foods. It's just about the diet as a whole, et cetera, et cetera. No foods can be inherently bad. It's like, okay, yeah, I kind of know that. I haven't actually read anything about that, but I, that seems to be my conclusion. And that actually suits the way I eat because I like processed meats. I eat like loads of chorizo every single day, loads of bacon, loads of sausages, etc. That's my diet. I enjoy that stuff. And yeah, I those foods are tasty and my health seems to be fine. So that's my position uh, on, on this topic, you know. And then, then what you do is you often end up kind of just confirming those beliefs by just supporting people who actually put out information that supports that, you know. But if you were to actually write that down and say, all right, what are, what, what do I know about processed meats um, and health? And obviously like like the normal person, you don't need to, you could do this, but like for a personal trainer, for, for someone who's actually going to be discussing these topics with people and who are going to get questions, I do think there's a lot to be said for, for writing out your thoughts, having somewhere where, where you actually collate ideas and you, and you put in different, it could be references. It, it doesn't mean you have to have citations for everything. It could just be, I think this based on what I've heard. And then when you find something that conflicts with that, you can modify it, modify it accordingly. So yeah, that's just, that's just an idea for people who don't write regularly. It can definitely help you. And just in a completely different context, but it is actually the exact same thing. This is why journaling is so valuable, right? Because you writing down your thoughts allows you to actually organize your thoughts, right? And actually, see the flaws in your your logic because again like if you think of your thoughts it's not like it's like 
this nice neatly written document that's like oh yeah this is the logical you know conclude or the logical sequence of events and the logical whatever it's like no no it's all this jumble of different things and you're like i know this and i know this i think i know this and i, I heard something about this and it's just all like free flowing all over the place right but if you actually have to sit down and put that all together even if it's a small paragraph of like why do i hate sally down the road you know it's like write that down and it's like oh actually i only i only hate her because you know she said something mean to john off the cuff you know and it's like my my thoughts are illogical it's like she didn't she didn't mean any ill harm or whatever you know so when you actually have to write it down you have to journal like it puts everything in in context it puts everything in terms of you know that this is the, the logical sequence of events this is you know what what happened this is why i believe what i do this is you know why i'm having these thoughts and you can actually analyze those things and then you can again adjust them over time like i was saying with the more you know information content you know but they are effectively the same thing yes sir absolutely um i don't think i have anything else to to add on this topic um do you no, not really um but basically idolizing people on social media is is not a good idea it's not a, mm-hmm. a a good approach and thinking people are smarter than they are because of the words that they use especially that's one thing we didn't really touch on but like people yeah. will effectively use big words to effectively mentally masturbate you know they're like oh i'm using like gary says attenuate sometimes which he just yeah. should not say um He's just mentally masturbating. Um, but like people will use big words sometimes just to make themselves sound smarter than they actually are, right? And again, that comes to that kind of like copy and pasting things. Um, like people will use words that, you know, if you, like if you actually know the topic well, you know that this person doesn't know what they're talking about because they're not really using the words in the right context or they're not really using them in the right manner. But for the lay person, they're like, oh, Jesus, like gluconeogenesis, like, whoa, that sounds like they know exactly what they're, they're talking about here. I'm like, oh, I'll definitely follow this person, you know, like you can make it sound like you're, you're smarter than you actually are. Right. Um, but yeah, basically, this is just a, a quick, relatively quick, anyway, I don't know how long it took, um, but relatively quick discussion on one of the many perils of social media um, in terms of intellectualizing people that or i shouldn't even say intellectualizing um idolizing attributes in people that you simply don't know that they actually have um, and also you don't glorify in your friends and family and this is something like especially because the two of us are we'll say entrepreneurs gary you're an entrepreneur yes oh yes yeah i'm very entrepreneurial mate um, but anyway like we, we obviously run our own business right and it's so so funny the amount of people that are effectively gunning for you to lose, right? Or just not actually, you know, pushing for you to win that are your friends and family, right? Um, but you'll see random people online are like, Jesus, I fucking love those triage boys. They really help me. You know, I really hope they succeed in their mission and whatever else, right? And this is obviously an issue with society as a whole, um, but you don't actually celebrate your friends' wins. You don't actually intellectualize your friends you don't idolize your friends you know when in reality it's like these are like your community is part of who you are right and the people you hang out with the people you talk to the people you should be discussing these things with and that 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 is like they're who you should be idolizing they're who you should be celebrating you know like your parents 
You know, if people ask me like, who's the best man I know? I'm like, it's going to be like my granddad's and my dad. You know, it's not like some fucking randomer online that could actually be a pedo. You know, I'm like, why would I idolize those, those people? You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it. We're done. If you are interested in upskilling as a coach, you can join the coach's corner. Okay. So if you're interested in, you know, increasing your knowledge base, having somewhere to refer back to, to, you know, uh, learn, to learn anatomy, to learn nutrition theory, to get access to coaching documentation that'll help you provide a better service for your clients, all that sort of stuff. That's all available in the Coaches Corner. So you can subscribe to that if you happen to be interested. We do also have online coaching spaces available. So if you're interested in working with us towards your own goals, then we do have those spaces available and we'd be happy to work with you. Um, What else do we have going on? We do have a newsletter, uh, the Triage Method newsletter, which you can subscribe to below as well as uh, what's the other thing that we have? Facebook group, the Triage Method community. You could subscribe to the Facebook group below. That's open access. So you can just join, ask questions, post stuff, whatever you want to do. That's also how we kind of keep up with people. If we have, you know, new articles or whatever it happens to be, they'll be popped in there ASAP. And you can just follow us on social media generally, um, as well as the podcast. So Triage Method podcast, obviously, leave a rating and review if you would be so kind. Instagram at Triage Method facebook triage method twitter triage method if you want um and youtube of course as well triage method and and that's where you'll find all that you need what i would suggest is definitely read our articles because people do this all the time when they're like oh do you have an opinion on this or whatever i'm like i have an entire article series on this you know and but because we live in this kind of clickbait you know, oh, here's my Instagram single post that's going to talk about this highly nuanced topic and I'm going to put it down in like, you know, a few sentences. Like that's, you're not going to get great information that way. So, you know, sit down, make yourself a coffee, decaf if you want, um, and have a read of an actual article and see how what we're saying we do is flesh out ideas. And I would definitely suggest that. Um, because again, I know people listen to the podcast, but then don't actually read our content and you're probably missing out because we basically just chat shit on the podcast. Whereas we actually make good, honest, decent content <laughs> for our website. Well, I do Gary. He's a bit slacking these days. Some might say that. Yep. <laughs> anyway, Gary. Anyway, goodbye. It's too easy. Literally is.